Welcome to Men Alive, a biblical journey to help us conform to the image of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Paul Estabrooks. Our teacher is my longtime friend, Dr. Jim Cunningham, consultant in adult education, director of Go Teach Global, and author of the book, Men Alive. Our topic today is Stay Out of Court, Dr. Jim. Let me begin with a story. Early in our marriage, Reed and I were serving with a ministry and living on a modest salary. We were renting, and our landlord, who had filed for divorce, gave us a 30-day notice to move out. In those days, owners were legally able to evict renters on short notice. Fortunately, the laws changed to protect renters from that shock. A good friend said, you need to buy your own place, otherwise you could be bumped out again by another rental. My response was, I don't have enough money for a down payment. He said, I know. So here's a business proposal for you. You and I will buy a house together. You pay half the down payment, I'll pay the other half. We will split the monthly mortgage payments, half from you, half from me, and after three years, we will sell the house and split the equity 50-50. Then from your equity, you will pay me half of our agreed rental amount since you lived in the house for those three years. The remainder of the equity is yours to buy your next house. Wow, that was a very generous deal, Jim. It's rare to find friends with that kind of business knowledge to make investments like that to help others. I agree, but there's more to the story. This brother in Christ and I were more than friends. We shared a kindred spirit and agreed, as Christian brothers, we would never go to court to settle any dispute between us over any financial aspect of our business deal. Jim, how could you guarantee you would not go to court? We each named a trusted Christian friend who we called our advocate, one who would represent us to the other person's advocate in case of any disagreement. We agreed in advance to accept whatever decision our two advocates achieved in the spirit of Christian brotherhood without any court appearances. Our rationale was based on 1 Corinthians 6, where the Apostle Paul said, When one of you has a dispute with another believer, how dare you file a lawsuit and ask a secular court to decide the matter instead of taking it to the other believers? Don't you realize that someday we believers will judge the world? And since you are going to judge the world, can't you decide even these little things among yourselves? Brilliant. It sounds like you and your friend were determined to make this partnership work and stay out of court. No glory to me, Pablo. This decision was proposed by my older brother in Christ. He even recommended, and I agreed, that if our two advocates could not agree, they had the right and the power to appoint a third person as an intervener who would hear each side of any dispute and make a final decision that we would accept. We wrote out all the details and took this contract to what is called in our area a notary public, a legal person who can witness a signature and be a witness that the signatures and the document are authentic. You have my curiosity. As I recall, it turned out okay. God honored our commitment to stay out of court. Three years later, the economy was strong, we sold our home, split the funds as agreed, and remain friends to this day. We never had to use our advocates, nor did we need a judge to make a ruling. What would you say to the person listening today who has an unresolved legal issue? I am not an attorney. 
I am a student of Scripture, and in particular the teachings of Jesus of Nazareth while he was here on earth. I study what Jesus said, I examine what Jesus did, and then by God's grace and power of his Holy Spirit, I attempt to live, albeit as a flesh and blood human, by his biblical principles and teachings. So let me quote what Jesus said in Matthew 5, 25 and 26. When you are on your way to court with your adversary, settle your differences quickly. Otherwise, your accuser may hand you over to the judge who will hand you over to an officer and you will be thrown into prison. And if that happens, you surely won't be free again until you have paid the last penny. Notice the context. Jesus is speaking to Jewish people living under tyrannical Roman laws. Sooner or later, some person listening to Jesus' teaching is going to have an issue, either with another Jew or a Gentile or some Roman law that was broken. In essence, Jesus is answering the question, what if someone wants to sue me or charge me or even falsely accuse me of something I maybe did or maybe didn't do? And now I am being taken to court by this person. What do I do? Jesus said, settle your differences quickly or you may end up in jail with a criminal record and pay a hefty fine. If you just joined us, you are listening to Men Alive with Dr. Jim Cunningham. Today we are talking about staying out of court. You can listen to all the other Men Alive programs as well at our website, goteachglobal.com. Jim, are there examples of people refusing to go to court? One religious group that practices this teaching today is a branch of the Anabaptist Mennonites called the Amish. The Amish teach that Christians must not go to court. A few years ago, a fraudulent man was convicted of swindling over $16 million from numerous Amish investors. But not one of the families who lost money have filed a lawsuit against him. Why? As one said to a reporter, that's how we live. They will defend themselves if they are sued, but they do not sue others. Donald Craybill, a professor who has studied Amish lifestyle, says to the Amish, a lawsuit is forbidden. That is the way others solve problems, but not the Amish. Stories abound in Amish communities where a harm was done, an evil act committed, or a family member killed or injured, and still the Amish do not and will not sue for rightful compensation. Their attitude seems to be, I'd rather be short on the money than to be him, the one who committed the offense. The Amish look to a higher power to protect them, a power that is higher than a lawyer, a judge, or a jury. Has your house buying story been of encouragement to help others stay out of court? Not that I'm aware of, but perhaps one Christian man listening to this program today is considering a lawsuit against a business partner or a family member, and this information will help him search scripture and stay out of court. In my lifetime, I have never been in court for a charge or a lawsuit. Once I was called as a witness for a case involving a traffic accident. Rather than swearing on the Bible to tell the truth and the whole truth, so help me God, I chose to affirm. The prosecutor or the defense lawyer or the judge would describe a scene, ask me a question, and I would affirm that what he said or described was true to the best of my recollection by saying yes or no to the question. 
No one has a flawless, perfect memory to swear that what they are saying is true, so help me God. This is beginning to sound like an Anabaptist doctrine class. Pablo, I'm guessing there's a Mennonite listener somewhere saying, Amen, preach it, Brother Jim, and a non-Mennonite saying, That's the most foolish thing I've ever heard. You will get walked all over if you practice the Sermon on the Mount today. There are case studies of men who went both ways on this teaching. One was going to be sued, so he thought he would avoid paying any fine by going to the courts and letting a judge make a ruling. Much to his chagrin, the judge ruled he was guilty and sent him to jail. Unfortunately, upon his release from prison, he had to pay a settlement amount that was greater than the original amount sought by the defendant. As scripture says, why not let yourselves be cheated? Instead, you yourselves are the ones who do wrong and cheat even your fellow believers. 1 Corinthians 6, 3-5 says, So you should surely be able to resolve ordinary disputes in this life. If you have legal disputes about such matters, why go to outside judges who are not respected by the church? I'm saying this to shame you. Isn't there anyone in all the church who is wise enough to decide these issues? I'm sure our listeners could send us stories of Christians who chose to go to court or to a judge or a jury and experienced a broken friendship, damaged family relationships, and divided churches. Jesus knew what he was teaching. Pablo, I plead with men who call themselves followers of Jesus Christ to please resolve your disputes outside of the courtroom. Stay out of court, even if it means taking a loss. The passage in 1 Corinthians 6 ends by saying, Even to have such lawsuits with one another is a defeat for you. Why not just accept the injustice and leave it at that? There are strong-willed Christian men who have gone to court to deal with a legal issue. They remind me of stubborn entrepreneurial billy goats on a bridge butting heads over who's in control. Their lawyers can skillfully drag cases out for years, all the while charging exorbitant fees for their services, and a curtain of silence descends on their friendships. They tell their friends, Sorry, I can't talk about the case. It's in the hands of my lawyer. In other words, no need to pray to God for bringing justice and a solution. My lawyer has it all under control. At one point in my career, when I was facing a potentially legal challenge, a good friend said, Jim, please, please read Philippians 2, 3-11. Here's what it said. Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. Don't look out only for your own interests, but take an interest in others too. You must have that same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Though he was God, he did not think it equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. Therefore, God elevated him to the place of highest honor and gave him the name above all other names that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue declare that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. What's the bottom line? Let's agree to stay out of court. Let God be both our advocate and our judge. And the good news is, he also chooses the final verdict. There you have it, men. Let God be both our advocate and judge, since he alone chooses the final verdict. 
Contact us today to request your copy of Stay Out of Court at menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. That's menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. And when you contact us, remember that Men Alive is a listener-supported radio program and podcast. We thank you for your encouragement. Men Alive is a production of the ministry Go Teach Global. We do warmly invite you to come visit us on our website at goteachglobal.com. There you will find background information about Dr. Jim, and the second page gives you an opportunity to listen to any or all of the many Men Alive recorded programs. There you also can make a tax-deductible donation to the Canadian and USA registered charity Go Teach Global. This will help Dr. Jim and me to respond to the many requests we receive to teach our seminars in low-income areas of the world where opportunities to learn are sometimes limited. You can help us make a difference. Visit GoTeachGlobal.com today. Until next time, I'm Paul Estabrooks on behalf of Dr. Jim Cunningham, encouraging you to become men alive, transformed into the image of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ.